Hello, Common Mystics listeners. I'm Jennifer James. I'm Jill Stanley. We appreciate our listeners, both those who have been with us the whole time since the beginning and those who have recently found us. And we also appreciate all the feedback we've been getting. People have been leaving us messages and shooting us emails, letting us know that you want more mystics. You don't want this crap coming in in June and only running until October. We hear you. And so we've made a change. So starting today, we will be dropping an episode every other week, year round. Yay! <laughs> So in efforts to do this at the last minute, our sister Jessica, who's a very talented astrologer, had given us time to record her explaining some of the ins and outs of astrology. So please enjoy this new bi-weekly episode schedule and our first being with our very special guest and sister, Jessica Adams. And she'd love to hear from you via email at starfishastrology at gmail.com. Enjoy. On this episode of Common Mystics, we invite another member of our mystical family to discuss the topic of astrology. I'm Jennifer James. I'm Jill Stanley. We're psychics. We're sisters. We are common mystics. We find extraordinary stories in ordinary places. And today we're talking with Jessica Adams. Jennifer, you know her from such things as stealing your makeup and stealing your birthday. Jessica Adams. Yay! Yay! She's our sister. Hi, Jess. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing very well. Jess, you really picked up the astrology bug. I did. Why? How did that happen? Well, you know, as you guys know, mom was really into astrology. She used to do charts and readings, and she was really into it. So, but really, honestly, because um, as you both know, Jennifer and I share a birthday. And I always mm -hmm. felt we were so different in a lot of ways. And I thought, how could that be if our birthday is the exact same day, but five years apart? So it kind of got me in this like researching and how, you know, the signs are different and how they, even if you have the same birthday, how they can still be different. So it kind of started my path. You mentioned that you remembered mom doing astrology when we were kids. I do. I remember her laying yeah, on her stomach with the charts in front of her, kind of like the, with the mm. with the planets and everything, like in a big book of showing the signs and where they were in different dates. And yeah, I remember her totally doing that. Well, just out of curiosity, what else do you remember about our childhood and the paranormal? Because you might recall that Jill and I have talked about some of our uh, memories and experiences well, growing up. I have to stop you. We're assuming you listen to this show. <laughs> I do. And many times I'm yelling at the at my phone, basically being like, wait, like trying to add things that you guys left out. Well, uh -huh. now's your chance. Yeah, you finally <laughs> have a chance. Well, as far as paranormal, I would say that one thing that always stuck with me was something that mom told me. And as you know, our old house, the house that we grew up in was very haunted. We always had like, even if, in Forest Park. Yes, in Forest Park. Even if you were like, if definitely when you were home alone, like from school or whatever, no one else would be in the house, you'd always hear or feel like someone else was in the house. 
constantly. I know you guys mm-hmm. know that. Absolutely. And I just remember mom telling me a story where she was upstairs laying on in our room on our sister's bed on her stomach and her head was like, you know, towards the wall. And she was just laying there and she heard someone coming up the stairs, assuming it was one of us. And when she heard someone get to the top of the stairs, she heard the door open and she thought it was um, our other sister asking to coming in and talking to her, but she didn't hear any voices, but she did feel after the door opened, she felt something like the bed go down, like someone like sat down right between her, in between her legs that she was laying on her stomach. But, and then she's like, okay, I'll be up in a second. Hello. Hello. And there was no one there. And she was freaked out enough to even tell me she was like freaked out about it. It was just scared me going into our room after that. Like, you know, if you're by yourself or whatever. And Jess. Yeah. We've seen so many psychics and had so many psychics at the house. Yes. Who was your favorite? I don't know. I like the um, Coffee Ground Reader. I also like uh, Michael yes. Lane a lot, too. She, I think she's very accurate with me. Um, but she was like a family friend. She was over at the house so often giving psychic readings. She was even at your wedding. She, she was. was, at, she, was she, she did a toast at Jennifer's wedding. This is funny. Did you know this, Jess? What? Do you remember Michaeline giving a toast at my yeah, wedding? Yeah, of course. And everyone was running scared. And, <laughs> you didn't know. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> because her her toast was something to the effect of cherish every moment because you don't know what the future will bring. It, and yeah. we're all like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> and then Jill confronted her in the women's bathroom and like put her hands on her shoulders. It was like, what do you know? It was scary. I remember being freaked out too. I think I ran with her. Classic Jill fashion. No, I think I ran with her. Thank you. We were all scared. scared. (laughs) Like, what was that all about? It was was like, tell us everything right now. (laughs) What do you all do? And she's like, God, it was just a toast. I know. She was like trying to find her cigarette. She was like, relax, everyone calm down. I know we were. I like the coffee ground lady too. Do you remember when Jennifer insulted her? Will you stop. Do you remember? I don't remember when she insulted her. What did you do? We were (laughs) at her house. We went to her house. It was me, you, Sonia, and Jennifer. There were like six of us, and we had a cousin with us. Right, and we had I don't know. I I feel like we gave her a lot of money that day for all the readings. Yeah, I mean, well, she was well deserved. Exactly, she was good. But then after, I'm I'm probably going to cut all this out. But after the reading, (laughs) I was sitting. She's not cutting this out. I was sitting in her living room with her, and she had finished, you know, the readings, and she says, "Oh, I've been so busy lately. I'm so exhausted, or something, whatever." And I go, "Well." You make your own schedule, right? <laughs> God, really? Like, just schedule classic. It's classic. Jennifer. Wow, wow. I mean, it didn't occur to me till later. She wasn't really asking my, you know, my expertise on scheduling. She was making small talk, she and you was. insulted her. You're I know. Like, wow. She's like, "All right, well, time to go." <laughs> okay, cutting that out. No, you're not. Leave it. Okay, Jessica. Yes. You spoke a little bit about why you got into astrology, but I really, I only know as much as mom would describe from my natal chart. Is that where you would start if you had an interest? Well, definitely you'd want to get your natal chart. And with that, you need to have just the location, your birth date, and your time of birth. And after that, it used to start with the, basically your sun sign, which I believe everyone pretty much knows, right? Everyone kind of knows their sun sign. And then, Mm -hmm. which is basically your basic personality. And 
And Jessica, when someone would look at a horoscope in a newspaper, they're looking at their sun sign. No, actually they're look. well, that's another misconception too. They write the horoscopes based on what is rising on the Eastern horizon. And that is actually your rising oh. sign. So if you are reading your horoscope daily and you're, and you're not really feeling that like it's, you know, like it pertains to you, I, I definitely would read my rising sign as well because that's what they, they truly base the horoscope readings on. So your rising is extremely important. So the only way to know your rising sign is if you get your natal chart done. I mean, yeah, you get your natal chart done and it does, it changes like every 10 minutes or so. So every 10 minutes, it's a new, yeah. So it's extremely, it's a new rising sign. Yeah. Every few minutes. That's why it's the, the time of birth is very important. I want you to explain why why reading your, your sun sign in the newspaper horoscope is inaccurate. Why that might be it. Can you be, can you explain that? Yes. Okay, so when you are reading your um, newspaper horoscope, they base that on the whatever's um, their rising signs, right? They are basing it on what's rising in on the eastern hemisphere. So when you're reading it, you're reading it for your sun sign, which pretty much everyone does. But if you if you took a second and found out what your rising sign was and read it for that um, sign inside of the horoscopes, I bet you it would be a hundred percent more accurate because of the fact. It they're basing, you know, they're basing on whatever's rising in the in the east. Okay. Now this is my next question. You said that what's really important to know is not just your sun sign, but your sun, your moon, and your rising or descendant. Yes. So what will the moon tell you about your personality and where would I get that information? Well the question. Okay. Well, the moon is very important. Obviously, both the sun and the moon and anyone's birth chart being the luminaries. They, I mean, the moon represents basically your personality, imagination, your mother, your, the maternal side, your, in your emotions. If the moon placement is like the moon is who you are when the lights go off, when no one's around, like who you are emotionally, mm-hmm. who, and it, think about it like this, your sun is like what you shine onto the world and your moon is who you are when the lights go out. Wow, mm. I like that. That's powerful. Mm. So that would be that. And your descendant or your rising sign is? Your rising sign? Right. Your rising sign yeah. is the mask that you wear when people meet you, how you are, are portrayed or how they're receiving you when they meet you. It's not really who you are, but it's, it's a mask. It's other people's perception. It's the mask Jill that you wear. Jill was saying descendant. Is it a descendant or an ascendant? Or do we have both? We have both. There's an ascendant, okay. and which is your rising sign. It's the same exact thing. Right. And then and the descendant and the descend- is the sign that's going down. Right. So if you looked at your right. at your chart and it was like a clock. I'm, can I just say that I meant the rising sign? So I'm sorry about that. I meant the ascendant. Oh, I thought you were meaning both. The descendant I want to know now. I didn't know about <laughs> yeah, the, descendant. the descendant. I just messed up the word. Please. No. So I... What's the descendant? So your descendant is... Who you attract. Ooh. Who is mine, Jess? I don't have yours in front of me right now. Jeez. <laughs> Everyone, Jill. <laughs> no, I don't have that. <laughs> Good answer. Um, but I don't have that in front of your chart in front of me. But um, what's also another thing that's very important when you're looking at your natal chart, besides the sun, obviously, the moon, obviously, and your rising sign, is also your Mercury. And that is also very important because it has 
Um, it's the planet of communication and also your wisdom and your knowledge. And also very, very common people will say things like mercury in retrograde. And it's not a I good time. I was just going to ask. Yeah, it's not a good time to like to buy anything that's like electronics or anything like communication, phone, stuff like that. They seem to always break or something will go wrong with them and it's in when it's in a retrograde. So the top three would be the sun and the moon and your rising. And then the top five would be those same three, but also adding in Venus and Mars. Interesting. And then Venus... Venus is important because it's basically like what you like your love and you know your harmony and your it's it's like obviously Venus the goddess of love it's like you know and Mars being the complete opposite and also um being like your the way that you like your energy how determined you are to do things your ambition it's like action it's a planet of action so oh wow I like that yeah So someone might go to an astrologer and get their natal chart done and get a lot of insight about their personality, about kind of the forecast of their their life, right? Like not only about their personality, but how they're the perception of them in the world. Well, that would be and who's being drawn to them and repelling against them. Well, there's two things. One would be like the natal chart, just basically would be explaining who you are as a person, what what energies make you who you are, and then also if Mm -hmm. you wanted to do like your own horoscope, they could tell you. They could look at your natal chart and then look at the income the transits that are you know coming up how the planets will be moving and how that relates to oh. your natal chart and that'll tell you your own personal horoscope what you can expect to come up what kind of energies to expect so that's like more divination like predicting what's going to happen that's like based on the alignment of the planets i have a yeah i have a question are transits the same as a progression you can do transits right now. I guess it's a, a like a progression would be like a longer term. You know what I'm saying? Where you where transits like what's happening? Like tonight's a Libra full moon, so it's like that would be that would be a tra- You know what I mean? Or you could do it for a longer period of time. Yes. So so you can progress a chart to the time of a transit. Yes, and you could also change your you can change your location. Everything also is very very. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about that because. The transits I would think would be important if like I wanted to do like to do something in my life, like make a change and I want to sell a house, buy a house, right. go to school. Exactly. I want to take action, but I want to know when the, the planets make that the it most favorable for me to do that. Like, would you be able to tell me that? <laughs> yes, a- absolutely. Okay. Um, All right. Very good. I- yes. And also now location. This was really interesting. I didn't know this. Okay. Talk about talk no, seriously. I really didn't. Talk about location and how that impacts a, a horoscope. Okay. Well, personally, I have a, a personal story that I could put onto this is that when I was living in Chicago, I had Jupiter, which is the planet of like luck, money, abundance in my second house, and things were going well. <laughs> <laughs> It was going to be a good day. Second house is the, the house of like your, you know, your material, like your your money, stuff like that. So if you have Jupiter in your second house, you you know, you have bank basically. But it was on a cusp when I moved to New York. And when you say cusp, it means like it's just about to be out of that house. That's actually right. It was literally it was right on the border, but it was still in the second house. Got it. However, when I did my chart after moving to New York. I should have done my chart before coming to New York, but <laughs> and moved and moved um, 
you know, into the, it's a different house. So right when that happened, you know, I could, I was feeling it, but I didn't really look to see. And I was like, oh yeah, it's, it changes everything. <laughs> Planets really do affect who we are as people and like if our moods day-to-day life I mean it can change like I don't think people put enough emphasis on what the energy is really affecting to who we are as people mm. so would you say that if I were thinking about moving to a different region of the United States it might be smart for me to consult an astrologist to see maybe which area like how that would impact the energy in my life definitely would you say that that's correct oh absolutely and you can use the progressions to forecast whether or not it would be a good fit long term right and I I have so many well we're gonna have to talk later because I have so many questions I mean people I do so it for their questions. if they're gonna have a baby like people will time out you know how what kind of really yes I um I have a couple questions. Could you have a moment to look at my chart, please? Uh, yeah, let me pull it up. For real? Yeah, for real. I'm pulling it up. All right, so I'm pulling your chart up right now. We're Jill, 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 Jill. Okay. What would you like to know? So, what, when you look at this chart, is there anything super special? Are you serious that, right now? Don't hate. That <laughs> jumps out at you that you want to tell me about again? Um... <laughs> Um, yeah. Yes. I think, and this is interesting though, for real, this really is Mm -hmm. the fact that Jill, you have the 12th house inside of it. You have Mercury. Mercury is communication. 12th house represents, Mm -hmm. uh, like spirituality and mysticism, which is interesting because that basically reads as like, Jill's able to communicate Mercury with, (laughs) with, uh, spirits. So, yeah, that was actually pretty freaky. I called you right away to tell you that. That's cool. That is really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Mom never told me that. Mom never. I think that I was too young to appreciate what she was telling me when she was going over my chart with mm-hmm. me. I believe that when yeah. we went to psychics and stuff as when, as children or as young adults, whatever, I feel like I've heard it multiple times. Like, you guys could be doing what I'm doing or, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've heard that a yes, lot. Yes, yes. Jess, when you look at my chart, is there anything that stands out? <laughs> I think it's only fair to ask. Oh, my gosh. Hold on a second. That was a little jolly. Um, Jennifer, yours is Mercury, which is communication, and it's in the eighth house. And we in the eighth house is the death house, basically. It's also oh. the cult. Oh. So okay. that's interesting, too. And they're both, like, second deacon, too. So what, what does, does that, that mean? mean? It's like not leaving the sign. It's pro- yeah, they're pretty prominent, um, prominently established inside of the house. Yes. Jessica, when you look at your chart, if you can compare you and Jennifer, because mm-hmm. you said before that you guys are so different, but I see a lot of similarities between you two. You guys are both sensitive AF, like for real. I think Jennifer said it the best the other day when I was talking on the phone with her. I'm like her shadow, <laughs> the shadow part of her, like shadow self of her. <laughs> and it's true. No, no, no. I didn't. You said that to her? I did. I did. Wow. Because it's, wow. No, no, no. I don't see that at all. Okay. Well, listen, this is why I, I say don't, it. Do I don't mind. See what I, I think see? it's true. By the way, let me just say that. I believe it's true. My moon is inside of Scorpio, which is a very secretive, wants, they're the detectives of the Zodiac. They're kind of like the dark, you know what I mean? If you were watching a movie and you saw the mm-hmm. guy walking in with the, with the leather jacket and the, just like the that guy you know what I mean like just the brooding mm-hmm. like you know whatever that's Scorpio everyone likes a brooding hot guy right, like that's jacket. like the that is true for James real. Dean mm. the Scorpio yes. is that exactly that's who Scorpio is and that's what my moon is so that's my emotions are very like 
And Jennifer's, even though we both have the sun in Pisces, Jennifer's more, she has like a Virgo slash Leo, which is like a moon, which means that she's very detail oriented, analytical, likes action driven. She likes to, um, she likes to get her work done. Virgo rules the sixth house of work. And it made sense once I started looking Mm -hmm. in astrology more and our rising signs are completely different. Leo is Jennifer's and mine is, um, is on the cusp of Taurus and Gemini. So we, we, there's definitely, um, a lot more to it than just sun sign. I love, by the way, I'm just going to say this because I love that the fact that you were born on my birthday compelled you to study astrology because you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, this isn't right. We both have the I'm same birthday. Like... How can we say <laughs> this isn't right? <laughs> yeah. I love that. What were you going to say, Joe? I have a question. I want to know, Jessica, if you can give me some strategies of how to navigate work with Jennifer based on her chart. <laughs> That's a fair question. That is a fair that question. That is a fair question. What do I need to know? Well, Jennifer. You're a Jennifer sleuth. Well, well co- <laughs> she's a Jennifer whisperer. Well, Jennifer is very, I mean, I would say with the, for one thing, with Jennifer's Mercury being in Pisces in the eighth house, Pisces is like, the way they communicate isn't so much, uh, they're more like feeling, you know what I mean? Like they feel, they're mm-hmm. they're like a feeling sign. So, much. so she. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. she Meaning that I'm sensitive? Is that what you mean? When you communicate, like you listen to your feelings and your intuition and your things like that when you're to, to getting like information from your surroundings or from other people, like not so much. And That's so, true. Even though she does have the... Not so much in, in your face. What does that mean? I'm just saying. I'm she just she goes with her summarizing. And also Jennifer... Um, Jessica's agreeing with me. Jessica, you're not even letting her talk. So how would we know? Go ahead. Jessica, please. Please say what you wanted to say. Jeez. <laughs> um... I think this is going to be the biggest fight. I think just skip the horoscope and both you guys need therapy. <laughs> the biggest fight from this. Couples therapy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh. I would say this also for any of your listeners that do um, get their natal charts done. And there's just so much to astrology from like, if you were born at a certain time, like if you're born during the day, the, the top part of your chart is during the day. And then the, uh, the bottom part of the chart is at night. So it's like, it, it might resonate more with you. If you're born at three o'clock in the afternoon, your sun sign will resonate more with you than your moon sign and vice versa. Mm. So, and that's important. And also what, whoever, whatever planet is the ruler of your ascendant is really um, strong. It's like, that's called your guiding planet. And that's like, so now after you find out who your ascendant is and then where your rising sign is and you see who, what planet rules that, then you know that what wherever that planet is in throughout your entire chart will be extremely important to you in trying to, you know, navigate um, your horoscope or just who you are as a person. What's mine? Who's your um, ascendant? Your cancer. So the moon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's important. So Jennifer wanted to touch on compatibility. Right. Because first of all, I wanted a little bit of a read on how compatible Jill and I are working together. I think Jill kind of touched on that a minute ago, but... (laughs) Okay, this is another way. This is a little trick for your listeners too, who are not really um, too read in astrology. It would be to just find out the basics would be just the element, whatever the sign is and their element. Obviously, it's like fire, water air, earth. And if you could just find out your basic compatibility with a person by that, I mean, there's different. Mm. Wait a second. That means that I'm fire and you guys are water. So you guys put me out. 
you might be a little too over the top sometimes, kind of just. You're a little too over the top. So, sometimes. Wait, that's, but that's, you but that's also that. you guys put me out. <laughs> in what I just said just like um, earth and water, like it makes muddy water. Uh, air and fire together, it makes like wildfire, right? Because if an okay. air sign will. So, like, what two signs? Well, are like wildfire. Well, an air signs would be like um, Libra, Aquarius, and um, Gemini. Oh, Chad's a Libra. And then also, and all, but it's not always necessarily a bad thing too. I like. Also, it means we have a fiery, passionate love. Ew, hater. Oh, actually, Libras and Leos together is a very common combination. I always hear from different people. When and I think our grandparents had it too. And every time I I ask someone or find That's out right. their their um, zodiac signs, when I hear one of the common combinations is always Leo and Libra. So. That's okay. so cute. Jessica told me that a couple months ago. She was like, Grandpa was a Leo and Grandma was a Libra. Adorable. So that's air and fire can can be a good combination. It's not always negative. It could be, I mean, depending on the person and also depending on, you can be a Libra and also have a lot of fire in your chart. It depends on what your rising sign is. What is, mm-hmm. that would be. Oh, that's a good point. So, that's a great point. So, this is just a very simplistic way, yeah, like shorthand. Yeah, just, right. Yeah. Right. If you're just meeting someone and you don't really, I mean, you just basically know there's like an archetype, right? So it's like water and fire. Water kind of just dulls down the flames of the fire. So it kind yes, of brings them back down. Do. Same thing. Same thing. Thank God. Jesus. <laughs> Sometimes fire needs to be put out. And just like earth signs turn water into mud. So it's kind of like earth signs are very analytical. They're very hands-on material. They're physical, right? And the water is like emotion. So it can kind of mess with the emotions because, you know what I mean? So those two don't really mix together. It makes muddy water. And then you have the same, and you could do it for all the, all the combinations, but it really, like I said, it doesn't, it really depends mostly Mm -hmm. on your chart ruler and like what that is. But I'm saying if you just meet someone and the basics would be, if you find out what, what element they're in and what element, you know, you're in, you kind of know right away who you're dealing with. That also is very helpful. Do you think Jennifer and I are compatible? Definitely, obviously. I don't know if it's obvious. Yeah, we <laughs> fight an awful lot. This is, I mean, I love you, but <laughs> we like work together. You guys have great uh, balance in your strengths together. I, I was thinking mm. of this while I was getting ready to um, have this conversation with you guys. Jill's very action, like she'll, she will do, make her, you know, <laughs> Take initiative to do something and then think about it later, where Jennifer is more, that, she'll think about it That happens more. a lot. So just, I was thinking that, like, while I was getting ready and you guys were calling me over and over, I was thinking I am more of a, I have, like, the Torian rising sign, so I'm more like, you can't, you can't really push me, but I'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, a bull. Like, <laughs> I'll get around to it. And bitch about it the whole time. Yes, you will. And Jill's like, you know, come on, guys, let's do it. Let's do it. And Jennifer's more like, huh, like, just the, the thinking aspect. So I feel like that... It really does play out in our lives every day. And you guys are a good combination for each other. I just got to, <laughs> you know, I watch you guys do your thing, which is good. You guys, um, your energies play <laughs> Wait, off each other I have well. a question. Are you and I, are you oh. and I a good combination together? Oh, I like that Yes, because you give, you make me want to do things faster. You have me watching oh, your, you take happy. initiative in things makes me want, I should be doing that. Or look how easily she, it makes me want to do that as well. And I hope it makes you want to stop and think more. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, ne- I'm never like I should stop and think more. But I think, I think Jessica, I <laughs> actually that's true. Jessica brings 
Jessica, there have been many times in my life that Jessica stopped me and was like, you need to think about this. <laughs> mm. Or do you have any idea how that looks? Right. And I just, just do it. I could Where Jennifer, um, similarly, Jennifer has stopped me and said, don't you know how to get this done by now? Well, so yes, those two conversations I've had with both of you. Well, also Jennifer, me being, um, having the Torian, um, rising sign and Jennifer being on the cusp of Virgo and, um, Leo, we're, that's both Earth. So Virgo and Taurus is both Earth signs. So that's how you, we get that kind of like slow down, think about what you're doing, kind of, <laughs> and you're like fire action. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'll tell you know I'll explain it later. And we're like, wait, is that you know total opposite? But that's a true statement. Yeah. So if you have like the date, time, location of your boyfriend or girlfriend's. <laughs> Right or where, birth like, or where he proposes to you. Oh yeah, we let's talk about that next. So first of all, you could do a compatibility chart yeah. for two people if you have that information, correct? Yeah, synastry or compatibility chart. Yes. But where were you going to go with that, Jill? I was going to say like you can forecast a, a the a harmony in a relationship based on like where you were when he proposed. That kind of thing. Yeah, you could do that. True, you can do it for any time. I mean, you could do a chart for a marriage. You you were asking if you want to see when you guys will get married, or you want to look back at what was happening in your life. No, no, we're already married. (laughs) No, I'm I'm talking about. I'm I'm taking. No, for instance, you can. For instance, you can obviously do a chart for a person, but could you do a chart for, say, a marriage or a business or some other entity? Yes, definitely you can do it. Especially people do it for businesses all the time to see... Hmm. Podcast? You don't say. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it is interesting because it basically people do it for countries. I mean, there's many um, charts of the United States from, you know, they use uh, July 4th as the date. I remember that reminds me of something, but I don't remember what I, I feel like mom did a chart for a country before Jess. I believe that's true. I don't know. I don't remember the context for what country. It was the context of man who saw tomorrow. I believe. No. Wait, you're right. <laughs> you're right. And you already Jessica told the story. story. Yes. 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 Never mind. Mom did yeah. a chart of the America of America. Yes. Of the United States. Don't you remember? States. For the man who saw tomorrow, Jill talked about it in one of our podcasts already, so we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about it right now. Mm, it's all going to get cut out. <laughs> that <laughs> was Jennifer's, this is all being cut voice. Okay. So, common mystics. Yes. We just became incorporated mm-hmm. on April 8th of 2022. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if did you take any time on that chart? I did. I, I pulled it. I'm playing. Shut up. I'm so sorry. I mean, I pulled it up and what I have noticed, one of the first things that we obviously see right away is that uh, Leo is prominent. Fuck yeah, it is. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) What does that mean for a business? Well, you want, Leo is ruled by the sun, right? And Leos believe like the sun is like their personal spotlight. They love to shine. They love to be on stage they like you know they so it's good if you want if you want to have an audience you want someone we may that, like it but we don't have to. they love performing so that's good for yeah, a that's podcast. good for definitely that's good when you're trying to get people to look and see what you're doing pay attention or listen rather mm-hmm. right exactly Tell your friends <laughs> what else um also i would say that there is not only the leo being like you know the center of your business but also you have to take into account your personal personalities as well do you know what i'm saying so like mm. which is good um your your 
business or your podcast, Mercury is in Virgo, which is good, which is all about serving others in logical ways. And, oh, and, and, I love so, that. And that is what so true. you are serving that others, spirits, and your listeners as well. It, Virgos like get to the root of what really matters. You know what I mean? They're very like, mm-hmm. I want to know what's going on here kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And Jessica, that keeps us from fighting. It does. It really does. Because it's like, okay. The focus w- isn't on us. It's not about us at all. It's about the voice. I mean, that is, that, that's definitely true. So, so yeah, I thought that was interesting too, because those actually seem to go together very well. And then there is uh, Pluto and Capricorn, which is in the ninth house of higher education and spirituality. So that's good. There's a lot, there's a lot here for me to pull this up, but you guys have a lot of good um, aspects for this to be a successful podcast, which I believe it is. It's Thank you so much. Jess, I just want to know, when you're listening to the podcast, what was your favorite episode? Just because I want to know. Um, I like when you guys came to McGraw. <laughs> I did. That's so true. How do you feel about your town? Do you feel I safe? I don't appreciate you calling it a creepy, calling it creepy. Well, we love it. Creepy towns, You Jess. said it it's in the jam. last one, too. You're like, creepy. When we were in McGraw, the creepy AF, I'm like, you say that so many times, even when it has nothing to do with your podcast that you're on, working on. I'm like, geez. That's a true statement. But it That's is. True. But but it's like notably, like for real, it's like notably creepy. I did tell you before you guys came here to visit, but it always felt like the, the vibe to this town is very just haunted house feeling. Even when you're outside, you're walking, it really does feel like. I it's It really is. Yeah. You said that, but I thought you were exaggerating. I didn't really expect that. No, it definitely has that vibe. So yeah, that was my that was a favorite one. I did, I did appreciate the Backworth one too. I hear about that one. Oh, that was a good one. Why did what did you like about Backworth? I liked witnessing how your relationship unfolded, Jennifer. <laughs> their love, their budding love story. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <sighs> well, we love you so much. I love you guys too. And I know if people had the opportunity to contact you and learn more about their own charts and their own compatibility, they're going to love you too. But not as much as us. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a contact information we can share? Yes, and I love you both too. And my con- <laughs> contact information would be at starfishastrology at gmail.com. And we can go over the plants where you're born. We could do if you're changing location or synastry with someone else, compatibility with someone else, and do reading for you. Thank you so much. I I honestly learned a lot. This was fun. I want to have you on again um, because I feel like another Pisces can really help balance out some of the Leo over there. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> Is it? You know what? You know what? I don't even know what to say. I literally don't even know what to say. Aww, I love you. Even I was just mom. kidding. I'm telling mom. <laughs> Screw you two. No, but honestly, Jill, okay. your energy does help a lot. I mean, it helps a lot with just motivating oh people and it does. So you like me? <laughs> um, please check out Jessica and contact her at starfishastrology at gmail.com. Also, check out our website, commonmystics.net. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Common Mystics Podcast. Tune in and listen to us on wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. But if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and share us with your friends. Thank you so much, you guys. Jessica, thank Jessica, you. Jessica, thank Yay! you. Love you so much. I love you. Thank Mwah. you. Mwah. Good night. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Good night.